there's so much emotion wrapped up in this college buying decision. So we're saying, can we help families shop smarter? If you can have runway and you can be proactive instead of reactive, and we can give you a, a predictive outcome of about a 90% accuracy or out of pocket, and we can have those conversations when they're a sophomore or junior, not when you have award letters, we've created price transparency. We're going to give you a net cost projection of every school, 3,000 schools in the country. And the reality is every, every family is going to pay a different price. It's kind of like when you sit on an airplane, you know, uh, everybody might have paid a different price for that seat. And it's very similar in a college classroom. Joe Messenger was frustrated. He was frustrated that there were no resources for financial advisors like himself to understand how college financial aid worked. It was a black box that needed education and technology to peer inside and help his clients. This led him to launch a fintech called College Aid Pro, which he and his co-founders have built into one of the fastest growing specialty financial planning applications on the market. I spoke with Joe about how College Aid Pro is different from other planning tools, how his software can help advisors win more business, some tips for advisors looking to start their own software companies, and a whole lot more on this episode of the Wealth Tech Today podcast. back, relax, enjoy episode 98 of the Wealth Tech Today podcast. I'm your host, Craig Eskowitz, the founder and CEO of Ezra Group Consulting. Over the past 16 years, we've worked with hundreds of fintech vendors and enterprise wealth management firms to guide them towards better business and technology decisions. Check us out at EzraGroupLLC.com. This podcast features interviews, news, and analysis on the trends and best practices in the wealth management technology space. And a few housekeeping tasks before I forget. Be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any future episodes. A quick shout out to our new sponsor, the Sebastian Strong Foundation at sebastianstrong.org. And you should go to their website right away and make a donation, especially since they're having a, a fundraiser right now. Uh, they're kayaking to Key West. It's a kayak uh, trip to raise money for uh, cancer research, for childhood cancer research. And uh, they kayak from Miami all the way to Key West. It's a, a great event uh, to raise money for cancer research. And they're partnering, this is cool, they're partnering with the Miami Dolphins who are matching all of the uh, donations that are, that are being made in the next couple of weeks uh, up to $100,000. So please uh, go to sebastianstrong.org and donate some money. You're helping cure childhood cancer. And here we go with the interview. I'm excited to welcome to the program our guest, Joe Messenger, co-founder and CEO of College Aid Pro. Joe, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me, Craig. Happy to be here, man. I'm happy you are here as well. It's been a while. We, we had a couple starts and starts to this as this happens when, with busy executives trying to line up uh, meetings, and you know, I'm glad we were able to coordinate. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Look forward to look forward to chatting today. Joe, where are you calling in from? I am in beautiful, sunny Sarasota, Florida today. Fucking you, man. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's a great place to winter, but not a great place to summer. No. <laughs> but how long have <laughs> you lived there? Uh, actually, through uh, COVID last year, uh, my my significant other has lived here for several years, 
I came down with the intent of coming for a month or so and ended up being here for six months and discovered that I no longer want to have northern winters because I'd been in Columbus, Ohio, Columbus, Ohio for 15 years before that. And uh, yeah, the uh, you don't have to do it, I found out. So I always like enjoy telling people about how bad the winters are in New Jersey, but I never do that with Midwesterners. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, you know, the Midwest is interesting because all you got to do is just go to sleep and the next day it'll probably be different. So the weather. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the weather. Well, I'm glad you're here uh, on the program, but we're not here to talk about the weather or, or where we live, but we're here to talk about your product, College A Pro. Uh, I'm a big fan of it, so I'm glad you are here. Can you give us the 30-second elevator pitch of College A Pro? Sure. Our mission is to help every family make an affordable college choice. So to unpack that more, how do we help every student graduate with little or no student loan debt without robbing mom and dad's retirement? And really what we feel to do that, number one, we have to raise the bar in college funding advice in the industry. And if we do that, we can end the student loan crisis at its cause, doing things proactively instead of reactively. And to do that, you know, our goal is to empower advisors with the right software, training, support, and community to help them have success, helping families make more informed college buying decisions. That was a great overview. So, uh, I, I like your product. I've, I, as we were talking earlier, I have three daughters. Two of them have gone through college. So I went through this experience on my own. No, no advisor was helping me and no software was helping me. And I've just done the third. She's just going to start in September, but I really could have used your software. But the question is, you know, so why did you uh, found this company? What was the impetus behind starting? it? Yeah, so kind of my story, right, is um, I've been in the financial services industry since 2001. Uh, and uh, so this is my 20th year, I guess, we're, we're working on. And I worked for big companies for about a decade, uh, rose through and, and made the, I don't know if it was a poor decision, but got into leadership about five years in and, you know, helped build sales teams and run regions and kind of burned out on that uh, for a number of reasons. But my partner and I saw a huge uh, opportunity to, number one, the fee-only movement was beginning. So we wanted to go to a fee-only platform. We also saw a huge gap um, in college funding and how this whole thing works um, at the time. Uh, so I'm, you know, I'm about 32 at that time. And at the time, my, my friends were graduating from grad school, law school, MBAs, those kind of things. Um, and they were coming out and saying, hey, you've been a financial advisor for a long time. How do I work with these loans? And how do I do this? And I said, I have no idea. We've never been taught that. But you've been a financial planner for 10 years. How, are you not, how do you not know this stuff? So, you know, we, we continue to unpack that. We find out that like, look, I've asked top advisors from some of the top firms in the country. Nobody knows how financial aid works. Nobody knows how this thing really uh, works. We're never trained on it. You know, that's what we found. So we saw a big opportunity and, you know, fast forward, we start Capstone Wealth Partners, which is my RIA in Columbus, Ohio. And we work with families for seven, eight years and we're still doing that today. And then the industry started calling saying, hey, what are you doing? Um, how do you unpack this? So my partner, and one of the co-founders, College A Pro, David Bowman, and I uh, started a basically a training consulting company, uh, helping people. We built a 10-hour course on college funding, right? So the CFP curriculum has about 1.8 pages. We developed a 10-hour course. So a little bit of gap in that. Uh, so you know that, that kind of evolved into um, us uh, meeting up with uh, Matt Carpenter and Bill Rabbit, who run one of the largest uh, college funding consulting firms, uh, college funding services up in the Northeast. And they were trying to build a technology for the consumer, basically, to help them scale their business uh, and work with consumers. And I said, well, 
you know, we've got hundreds of advisors that have gone through our course and they've said at the end, this is all great. What software do we use? Um, and that basically was, you know, I, I said they all kind of don't really fit the bill for the way that we look at college. So we set out on this mission, you know, intentionally to say, let's build a business to business SaaS product that advisors can use with families. Cause we think there's nobody more better prepared to be that human guidepost than a financial planner. But most financial planners really just don't have the resources, tools, and training to do it the right way. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely the yeah. training isn't there. I didn't realize you would start, you would create a course. That's really interesting. Seems like a great way to get, yeah. you know, yourself educated on it as well. Because you, you don't never learn something as well as you do when you try to teach it. But yeah, it's one know, way to mastery, right? Is to teach it, you know, and you have to get in front of other CFP professionals. You know, when I started doing a lot of speaking and um, for for XYPN and FPA and NAFA and all the associations, you know, you, you're going to make sure you have the uh, the razor sharp uh, when you go into those engagements. And, you know, I, you know, it's interesting, just kind of an anecdote is like I would go into these rooms and there'd be 100 CFPs, feel, you know, great financial planners that I, many of them I know and respect. And I'd say, hey, how many of you have an advanced designation, a CFP or CPA? You know, every hand goes up, right? I see how many of you would consider yourself experts in college financial aid planning and like one hand stays up. I said, let's see now, now look at this. Cause we have, we have an issue here because 73% of parents say their number one concern is how to pay for college and navigate the process. Yet 99% of you say we don't do that. So we saw a big opportunity there to, you know, raise the bar in college funding advice. It's a huge concern. Uh, speaking as a parent who has gone through it three times and you know, I'm, I'm a, uh, an avid spreadsheet maker whenever I'm making a decision, a financial decision, whether it's buying a house or a car, uh, probably too much, but we also did, did it for college because you, it's so hard to keep track of what college said, what, what scholarship did they get? What aid did they get? Uh, so yeah, having it automated and looking and seeing the demo of your software, uh, I was like, oh man, why didn't I have this? But you know, there's, there's lots of calculators out there that do college calculation and planning and every, every, uh, every college has a calculator that does things as well. But so how are you different than just a calculator that, that figures out college costs? You know, when we set out on the mission, it's really like, how do you build this thing from end to end? Because all these pieces, it's people with spreadsheets, it's these calculators, everything's so bifurcated. And we said, how do we help guide a family through this process? You know, it's really like, how do we guide families, help parents be the hero, have great outcomes for kids. So if you start with that why, you know, the solution becomes to build itself. And we had built this out on spreadsheets for years and we would go, we do the calculator, get what they call an EFC. We go to the school and get a net price calculator, try and get an idea of what it costs. Um, but the reality is many of those net price calculators are extremely misleading. Our, our software is actually more accurate, more sophisticated than the net price calculators on the websites themselves for the college. Um, so a, a case in point, a concrete example, we're yet to find a net price calculator on a school's website that can equate for a divorce situation. And that's, that's crazy because it's half the people out there, right? In many schools, the way they address that, it can, it can swing what, you're, what they think you can afford significantly. So it's things like that, but all, at the end of the day, it's starting with you know, a process and a framework. So when we talk about this, it's this idea of like every student coming into this process is a snowflake because there's things in this process that you may not know, but our software, if you put the right things in, we'll give you the rest of the answers. So spend five minutes getting the input in, we'll, College Aid Pro will do the rest. That's kind of the whole idea. Um, so, it, it, and we think about that too, like there's, there's a few factors in there 
that we say our five-part framework is how much colleges think you can afford. That's thing number one, because that's going to see, can you get need-based aid? How much can your family actually afford? That's a novel concept, creating a budget for college. Um, so that's a process we call college pre-approval. If you think about that, if college had to be pre-approved for every student in this country, like we do for a mortgage, we wouldn't have the student loan problem we have. Um, then number three, how do we find schools that are going to be generous financial aid for us and our family? Because what your neighbor tells you and the averages at the schools, that's very dangerous. So, you know, that how do we find those schools that are generous? Because, you know, if you go do the tour at some of our top universities, like you're at, you know, you're Harvard and the students walking backwards, you know, giving you the speech and, hey, the average student here only pays $12,000. And you're like, cool. Well, am I paying zero or 85,000? Because there's a big swing there. So it's really about what is our family going to pay highly, highly, highly tailored? Um, because it comes down to, you know, how, what's it going to cost us to pay for all four years of college? And more importantly, if we go and make this decision, what's our delta? What's our college funding gap? What's our resulting student loan? More importantly, what's that loan payment? Because that's where the rubber really hits the road for a student. Because all the numbers, about 100000 or 10000 our young adults, that, that's funny money to them. But if you can create a thing and we show outcomes to say, look, here's what you're going to come out making from this college, from this degree. So literally down to the degree from that university compared side by side. You know, here's your outcome. If that loan payment is more than your first year salary, you know, that, that, that total loan, uh, that's not a great choice. So it's really all the way down to helping people just understand what is a good decision. Because uh, a lot of times we don't know. That's so many things. I'm taking notes. So the, yeah, th that is really a, a key issue that I found. The delta. What is the delta? What's the net? And mm -hmm. trying to figure out what that is. And you're right. I, I, I definitely saw a difference between what the, the, ca the calculators on the websites promised or, or said that you would get versus what actually came out. So I have a million questions for you. So why do, if you know, if you know the answer, every college seems to have a list price, which is really high, but then they always say, oh, no one pays that. So why do they have it? What's the, what, why do they do that? Uh, you know, I think there's a, there's a couple of different perspectives on it, but if you think of it in terms of uh, cachet, right? So if this school costs 75,000, they have, they must be better than this school that costs 50. So these schools have gotten in this price war to where they continue to grow their cost of attendance and their tuition, but because they have endowments. So they're basically saying, we're going to subsidize this cost, but if we don't cost something comparable to another school, people are going to perceive that our value is not as good. When the reality is the value is net cost, right? So we want to find the great deal. And it's crazy with college, we put on these blinders and we have like, we'll go pay whatever they tell us. You know, and the problem with it is like, you don't, most families don't find that out until they get the acceptance letter and that first bill. And then at that point, it's too late because that young teenager had did everything you told them to do. They got the grades, they got the ACT, they launched a spaceship when they were 12. You know, they did all the things to get into these great colleges all the while thinking, oh, we're going to get scholarships or whatever. But, you know, then, then you're stuck because telling, you know, the kid that did everything you told him to with an acceptance letter to Cornell or Yale, good luck. You know, parents get steamrolled and you know, the whole idea of like these price, the, the price elasticity that's out there, like the average private school discounts tuition 52.9%. That's the average. That means some schools are discounting even more, but that, I, it really is comes down to that whole idea of like, if we don't price high enough, then it's not, we're not gonna have the relative value to these other schools, so. And that's exactly what I found that they're, that they're pricing it it's like a luxury item. It's like why Tiffany charges more for the bag, and you can, even if you could buy the same, mm -hmm. 
you know, diamond ring or, or bracelet at, at another store, you want that Tiffany bag. You want that mm -hmm. Yale sweatshirt. It's the, the parents want the sweatshirt. So that's why they're, they, <laughs> so you know, they could afford to send their kid to Yale. And, and we yep. see the average discount is 50% you know, percent or more. That's a, what I heard and what I read as well. And it's all, it all becomes funny money. But one, one thing I, I've always said, you know, going through this college experience is that college is the only service that you beg the vendor to pay. Like, please take our money. You don't do that anywhere else. You don't, you don't know. Yeah. And certainly not for this, these prices. So it's hundreds of thousands. It could be all, over a hundred thousand or $200,000 or more that you're committing to. And you're begging them to take your money. Yeah. Yeah. And it, you know, and the interesting thing is like it, it, it's, there's so much emotion wrapped up in this college buying decision. So we're saying, can we help uh, families shop smarter? That it, with, if you can, if you can have runway and you can be proactive instead of reactive, and we can give you a, a predictive outcome of about a 90% accuracy, you're out of pocket. And we can have those conversations when they're a sophomore or junior, not when you have award letters, you know, we can, we've created price transparency. You know, we have every, we're going to give you a net cost projection of every school, 3000 schools in the country. And the reality is every, every family is going to pay a different price. It's kind of like when you sit on an airplane, you know, uh, everybody might've paid a different price for that seat. And it's very similar in a college classroom. Um, are you going to find your discounts for you and your family? And that's that whole idea of, you know, every student is a snowflake in here. So even a brother and a sister from the same family, the family's financials may be the same, but their academics are different. So their opportunities for merit scholarship change. So, you know, we used to say it's by the family, but now it's like, no, it's really, it's by that student because, you know, it, I have case after case where, you know, low income families, I got to tell you, they're ruling out schools based on the sticker price more than anybody. So our idea of impact and making affordable college choice, they're not looking at this right way because what we know is if you look at some of our top 50 schools out there that we all know the name of, none of them have scholarships. None of them have scholarships. Why is that? Well, everybody got in as a 36 ACT and a valedictorian. And, you know, is, so they're like, well, we couldn't decide who to give scholarships to. So we're just going to award based on need. You know, yeah, we cost 80,000, but if you have financial need, we'll meet hundred percent. And that's true for a lot of families, but if you're not a, you know, so if you're, if you are a low income family, you know, the, the example I give this year and I have one every year, really talented student, inner city kid, mom worked two jobs, you know, but, they were only looking at uh, junior college and a state school. The reality is I said, well, what's your dream college? Well, it's Georgetown. I said, cool. Well, Georgetown's probably going to be actually more affordable. Come to find out this year, he's going to Georgetown for half the price of Ohio State. You know, that's the kind of impact we want to make, you know, through advisors, but also every family in America deserves to have this transparency. And it's really our, we feel like our long-term goal is really to have every family shop smart for college, including those that need it the most. And even, you know, some that can't afford a financial advisor. Hey, it's Craig. I want to take a quick break from this episode to uh, give a quick shout out to our sponsor. Sebastian Strong is a 501c3 nonprofit whose goal is to raise awareness about childhood cancer and fund research for less toxic, more targeted treatments and cures. The charity was founded in 2017 by the parents of 16-year-old Sebastian Ortiz, after he lost his year-long battle with a rare form of childhood sarcoma. Sebastian Strong focuses on funding innovative research that has the potential to revolutionize cancer treatment for children. Cancer is the number one cause of death by disease among children, yet less than 4% of the National Cancer Institute's budget is allocated to childhood cancer. 
Sebastian Strong has partnered with leading cancer research institutions around the country and actively collaborates with other childhood cancer foundations that support their one key belief that kids deserve better, better treatments, better outcomes, and better lives. Please help the Sebastian Strong Foundation to continue their mission by making a donation, spreading the word about beating childhood cancer, or getting involved. You can do that by visiting their website at sebastianstrong.org. That's Sebastian, S-E-B-A-S-T-I-A-N-S-T-R-O-N-G.org. You can also follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Sebs Strong, that's S-E-B-S-S-T-R-O-N-G, or on Facebook at Sebastian Strong. So Joe, the, um, uh, one, some of the features I want to go through with you that I really think are cool about College Aid Pro. Can you talk about the, the apples to apples comparison and, and how you do it differently than other tools or other, you know, just going, why, why a parent can't do the same thing? Yeah, well, I think one thing when we set out to build our advisor workstation, it was really built like as a financial planning software. I think a lot of the applications out there for this, solving this thing are really built for the consumer. Um, you can't really manage a lot of clients in it. So ours is really, you know, built to the akin of a, you know, an e-money or right capital where you can manage your clients and it's really built on seeing into the future, right? So when I think about like the, when we talk end to end, like here's the four year, you know, how much is it going to cost you? What's your budget? What's your Delta? What's your loan? What's your loan payment? So if, if everybody can see that, I call it like future me, right? Like if you could help somebody see into the future, because our job as planners is to help people see into the future and what the impact of these decisions are. But a lot of times with college, we're accounting. We're accounting for the past because we have this big bomb at the end, where if we can help people more proactively plan, more proactively see, you know, and then also the other part of that is everybody comes in with their four or five schools that they're interested in, but oftentimes all of them are way out of budget, right? So with our advanced search tool, you could shop for schools like you can shop, like you shop for airlines on orbits. So you can tell it, you know, I want to see schools within a day's drive that have my business major that are Forbes ranked. And I just want to see schools are going to give me the most merit scholarship. Right. So think of the power of that and give you a rank order list of schools within a day's drive that are going to be the most scholarship. And then that can inform how you begin to, you know, chop down and find schools might be better for you. So I really feel like that advanced search on top of what we already give, you know, because if every school that you're interested in is way out of your budget, the question is, what do we do now? Right. So that, that's really what I feel like one of the most powerful things that we do is in that advanced search. Um, like I said, shopping and, and putting your criteria in exactly what you want. Yeah, that would, that's really helpful. I mean, uh, speaking as a parent, yeah. you have to do these searches. It's hard to find. Uh, it's hard to get the information. You're, you're constantly, you know, typing in what is the total cost? I want the total cost of, yeah. of ownership and it's hard yeah. to find some schools, present it. Here's all the fees. Here's everything. Some obfuscate. You got to, you got to search around. You got to click multiple places. What's the program? Yep. What are you in? And, and for example, my daughter, if I could do a humble brag, my uh, daughter is in a five-year um, occupational therapy program and trying to figure out what that cost is a little tricky because, you know, the, the, she got some scholarships, yay, uh, uh, which is great merit, merit scholarship. And, but the, it only is for undergrad. But she's in a five-year program, so that only covers the first four years. So what happens in the fifth year? I don't know. What's the cost? I don't know. So I had to go back and forth with the, the financial aid people. So how does College Aid Pro help with that situation? I think with all of it, it's kind of providing uh, a source of truth, 
right? So it's, it's we, we're, we're going to project what you get, but ultimately it's the schools are going to come back and you're going to have to analyze those awards. So we have an awards analysis tool. So you're going to be able to look and say, okay, this is what it costs uh, for, you know, for the four years. What does this fifth year mean? You know, so, you know, part, part of what's inside of the software is if you can compare and contrast, you can also appeal for additional aid. Right. So understanding, you know, part of this process, too, we've got, you know, six great schools that may be competing for this great student like your daughter to say, hey, look, you gave us 20,000 a year, which is awesome. But this other school gave us 25. And what we found, you know, oftentimes is if you have that informed conversation, you can go back to that uh, admissions office and say, hey, uh, they'll oftentimes turn around and, and match that offer. Um, but when I talk about the true north, it's like, you know, how do you have what is our truth here? Like here, here's actually what it's going to cost, right? And then you can you know, make sure you reading financial aid award letters, kind of to your point, it's there, there's no standardization. You know, we've seen over 400 different um, financial aid award letters and they're wildly confusing um, as how they present things. They call things like student loans and work study financial aid, where those things don't actually cut your cost of college. You know, so it's really for a family, it's like, well, that's, it's, it's really confusing. And they call parent plus loans financial aid. It's a loan. Right. So it's like, how do you break through this this intentionally opaque process where they're kind of trying to disguise loans as financial aid to really get to to your point? Like, what's this actually going to cost me? Right. So the, the tool really helps, I think, you know, really show you here's what here's their cost of attendance broken down by travel costs, miscellaneous tuition, room and board. And then here's what they gave you in form of, an, of aid, because uh, that really gets down to your, your net cost. Um, and then you got to extrapolate that over four or then five years and understand that. Yeah, man, you're preaching to the choir. This is uh, so rings so true when I, I hear all this. And yeah, that always yeah. killed me when you get the financial aid letter. Uh, not you get the not the financial aid. You get the the the, the uh, admissions letter or the the the, the letter with the uh, the merit scholarships, and they say, yep. yeah, you got a loan of X thousand. That's reducing your cost. I'm like, no, it's not. They're just deferring my cost. Right? <laughs> yeah. A loan is not aid. A loan is not a yeah. not is not a merit scholarship. It's a loan, and just yeah. you know. But they throw that in the show. See, your net cost is really this much. I'm like, no, it's not. I got. I still have to pay that money back, or my daughter does, right? And so that's another. Yeah, you know what, I was going to say just to to piggyback on that too. One of the one of the things we see is like traditional planning pl traditional financial planning software. It only shows you the sticker price, and people have asked us like, well, how can you predict this stuff and et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, how can you not? Right? Because the reality is most people aren't paying sticker price. Ours is much more accurate than traditional financial planning software. We pick up where it leaves off all the way down to one of the things we've talked about too is like most people with college that they've saved when they get to that first student, they've never decumulated money, right? So we have, there's a lot of talk of retirement income planning, but like with college, it's a short you know, amount time to save and it's a short amount to decumulate. So being really smart and understanding what goes into that including, you know, yes, the scholarships, but if we've got our, our cost, you know, what can we cash flow? What's coming from 529? What's coming from grandparent help? You know, our tool is like a sandbox to help you really help the family visualize, here's exactly how you're gonna pay that bill. And oftentimes that's really what's extremely powerful. And that's what I think is missing And financial advisors saying, we don't do that. It's like, we, we have to elevate what we're doing and help people really just, you know, make informed decisions and actually help steward them through that process so they don't take things like parent plus loans that are extremely expensive um so you know and so i, I really feel like that you know this this idea of a human guidepost um for the financial planner uh is, is important dude you've got to put that on the website that is the most 
that, that's something I've never heard put that way before. Do you, it's a de decumulation. It's well, I've heard decumulate. Yeah, obviously I, I, sure, I've heard sure. decumulate a million yeah. times, but only only in the context of retirement. I've never heard the word decumulate applied to college, and it's absolutely one hundred percent true. It's a decumulation event, right? You're yeah. shelling out a ton yeah. of money that you didn't well you expected to, but you. Yeah, how do you optimize? And there's tools out there that just make a living on optimizing decumulation in retirement. You can save tons. You can do it. You got to put this on your website, the decumulation part, because that's that's a yeah. huge savings for parents. Yeah, because yeah, we've got like my grand my my mother-in-law did a five twenty nine. We had a five twenty nine. I set up a Roth IRA for my kids because they were working for me when they were younger. You know, we had you know IRA. So yeah, where do you take the money from, and in what order? Yep. that's huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there's uh, you know there's there's a lot of benefit to it. You know, one of the 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 planning opportunities that exist there too, because you know software can go to some extent, but it's 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 literally like going into should we use grandparent monies in the latter years? And the answer is yes, because if you're a financial aid candidate and that comes in improperly, um, that can disrupt your future financial aid. So you know it gets into the strategy and the training, and I I think part of what we do too, we do a biweekly roundtable for advisors. And, you know, it's, it's a grab bag, but there's always something topical. We're releasing new stuff all the time, but that biweekly roundtable has really become a great way for us to um, get, provide demonstration. And, you know, here's, here's how this could work. We bring on uh, other advisors from the community. And I think advisors learn best from other advisors, you know, like not just from their successes, but from their failures. Um, and, and, you know, what we've learned is, you know, our community has informed the software as it is today. You know, we set out on this mission. We said we're going to go build a B2B because we saw it as a great way to build revenue. But what we didn't know, the unintended consequence was, turns out you get 250, 300 certified financial planners banging around in software. They're going to tell you what's wrong um, and they're going to tell you what features are missing. Right. So that's been this. I kind of call it like a you know, we didn't I didn't even think about that. But like we talked about building community. But man, the feedback loop is just phenomenal. So to get to where we're at, you know, I have to say thank you to everybody that's been an early adopter you know we've been around for about three years and we would not be anywhere close to where we're at without the help and you know the the constant push honestly of some of our advisors saying when's it going to be out when's it going to be out you know so you know like we, we we recently launched a private scholarship search right within the the software we're like yeah that's do we really need it do we really need it and the advisor's like yeah like like the families put so much emphasis on it so why not so we said yeah let's do it so all those features and benefits you know that didn't that constant feedback loop we have with our community. I mean, I, I you know, I'm kind of like, I get tingles when I think about what we've been able to build and the relationships that, you know, that myself and the other co-founders have with our, with our advisors on platform. It's really, it's really special. All right. We are running out of time, uh, which I expected because I had a million questions. The, so in the last five minutes, I want to get to a couple of things that we had spoken about. Um, can you give us some advice uh, as a founder uh, of a company? What advice would you have for other our advisors for, uh, in your position who have an idea to start a software company? You know, what are some of the mistakes you made that they that you want to give them a warning about? If you're looking at building some type of wealth tech, you know we have to build our own solutions in this industry many times. Um, I would say be cautious who you work with from a development standpoint. We did have some uh, false starts there uh, where we built some prototypes. Um, so you know I would. Uh, make sure that you're definitely um, it's considering like an RFP process. You know, don't just meet with one and they they sell you. Meet with you know two, three. One of the things that has has kind of guided us too is whenever there's something we're looking for, it be it legal advice or accounting or developers. 
get three quotes. Get three quotes, make an informed decision, right? Curate that. Don't just take the first one that comes in the door. And that really has served us well uh, from a finding the right price, finding the right partner that's, you know, aligned with our values because we're mission driven. So we need to find partners that are mission driven. And that's kind of another piece of that, you know, putting that out as like an RFP. Don't just take the first offer, you know, make sure you're doing your due diligence for, for hiring people, for bringing in, you know, outside consulting, all those things. So that would probably be something that served us well, but burned us early. And speaking as uh, someone who runs a consulting firm, I can say, watch out for consultants. Be careful. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so another thing I wanted to let you talk about before we finish is uh, the marketing hub. New, cool new feature. Can you tell us about that? Yes, yeah, so we've, we've named it the College A Pro Marketing Hub. And, and really what it gets into is the ability for uh, teams to now collaborate. So if you have two advisors or 2,000 advisors, an administrative panel now allows you to have oversight over your entire platform. So when folks come in, many families come into our, what we call it our college money report. It's a free college money report. It's a diagnostic and a lead capture tool. So those come in, you can then distribute those out to your team of advisors based on however you want. But even more powerful, I think, is our data analytics that are in there. So we're gonna help you slice and dice graduation year, what advisors have, how many clients, you know, all the, you know, very, very detailed reports. So. Um, as you develop and capture leads, those things all sync up with, you know, uh, your, your CRMs, you know, and those things to build uh, your mail campaigns. So the marketing hub, it's really like we, we take a kind of a custom approach of, you know, building an airtight funnel for your, for your organization. And that's what the marketing hub allows us to do because data and Intel is what allows you to have more uh, informed campaigns instead of a shotgun approach. Right. And I feel like when we built that out, I was like, even for my own firm, you know, it, what it's done for us, being able to share and have my administrative team do what they need to do and have an advisor say, hey, can you check out this case for me? Ping me with an email. So, you know, the whole idea is like really make it really simple and easy to do college planning the right way for a whole footprint. Love it. Love it, Joe. Great product. I'm really excited that we got time to talk. Uh, can you give a uh, tell everyone who's listening where they can find out more about your product? collegeaidpro.com. Go check it out. And, uh, you know, when we book our demos, one thing I'll say is it's more of a discovery call. This is something that we know is intimidating for a lot of advisors and institution because it's something that, uh, quite frankly, we've never been trained on and we don't know how to monetize it. But I can tell you, if you get college planning right, you will get the rest of the business. Um, I've learned that over the years. So, you know, visit us, you know, book a demo. And like I said, it's really about exploring how can we support you uh, either as getting you propped up or, or even being a back office for you with College Aid Pro. CollegeAidPro.com. Speaking as an advisor to other advisors. <laughs> hey, Joe, it's been a pleasure. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks, Craig. Appreciate it, man. Hey, it's Craig again. I love that interview. It was really good. Fun talking to Joe about College Aid Pro, a product I really like. I wish I was an advisor and I could use it. Uh, a lot of my kids are all done with college selection at least so i kind of missed the boat there but hopefully lots of uh parents and families will be able to be helped with college aid pro through their advisor um I, I could have talked to joe for at least another hour i had a lot more questions i will definitely have him on the program again in a couple more months uh, because i want to know what they're doing with their data and we've spoken a little bit before and after the interview about all the data that they have and there's so much that can be done with all the data they're gathering on college decisions, college uh, costs, financial aid costs, uh, and especially comparing 
what schools uh, provide the best programs versus how much you're paying, you know, the bang for the buck, which a lot of parents, it's, it's very opaque. There's not a lot of, uh, of information to know where you're getting the best uh, value. I know there's lots of articles around it, but no real surveys done. There's lots of um, one-off articles, which I've seen, haven't done the research for my own kids. So please go to collegeaidpro.com uh, and check them out. And also go to EzraGroupLLC.com and check us out and sign up for our newsletter. Once a month, you will get an email with some good news, information about the industry, uh, updates, and uh, analysis and links to articles. So please do that. And look forward to talking to you all again next time.